This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Rips it deep to left. Will it stay fair? It will for a two-run shot. It's a two-run blast. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar baseball fans. On a fantastic Friday, we welcome you back inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight BYU plays for a series win against nationally ranked Gonzaga. The Cougars opened this three-game set with a dominant win over ace Gabriel Hughes and the Zags last night. A true statement win as BYU cruised to an 11-2 victory. I'm Greg Grubel of your play-by-play call tonight. BYU baseball operations director Tuckett Slade with me and you hear from Tuckett uh, shortly. But first up, it's our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mike Littlewood in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And tonight, Coach Littlewood talks about maintaining momentum on Friday after a strong start to the series on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at our last month, uh, we've come out the first day and, and played really well, uh, played with intent, played with purpose, and then um, you know we, we've won a majority of those games. I don't have that in front of me, but a lot of them, including some really good teams. I mean, Portland at Portland, Oklahoma State, and then we come out Friday thinking we're pretty good, and then we're a little bit flat. And um, call, I reminded the guys that college teams are good. Every college team we play in baseball is is good. It's a quality opponent, and and they're going to try to beat you and. And um, at this level, you just can't have a lull, especially league play with Gonzaga. And so I, we just reminded them after, and I think they're aware of it. Um, but just to give them a little bit of a reminder to come out with the same intensity that we did last night, same intent is super important tonight. Partly by necessity, but a little bit of a lineup shakeup for you tonight. Yeah, it is a necessity for sure. Cole Gamble's out. Uh, he made a great catch in the, I believe it was the eighth inning yesterday. Um, kind of twisted over his ankle a little bit. Had a had an x-ray today that didn't show anything, but he's going to have an MRI today. So we're keeping him him out, um, unable to play, probably out tomorrow as well. Um, and it's interesting because we talked about Ozzie Pratt hitting in the nine hole for us. And and I said, someday he's going to hit at the top of the lineup, end up being today. So he's going to lead off for us. Uh, we're going to bump Mitch McIntyre down to the three hole. And, uh, you know, I, I honestly feel like we have depth and guys are ready to step in and play. And although we would love to have Pintar, um, we don't, we haven't even t- really talked about Cooper Vest, who got hurt right, yeah. right at the start, who would, would be a, if not a starter, significant time at first, uh, first base, a left-handed hitter. And so, you know, really we have three starters out, but we have some depth and guys can step in and we're, we expect them to just step in and kind of the next guy up type mentality. You got past Gabriel Hughes last night. You'll throw Jansen Kiesel tonight. Gonzaga's covered not bare, even though they're down a good starter. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got they've got three or four guys out of the pen that can really shut you down. Owen Wilde is going to start today, 89-93 uh, velocity, but he's going to mix a little bit. He's got a good change up, kind of his go-to pitch. So you can't really stick a lot of left-handers in there because left-handers are, are kind of susceptible to, to right-handed change-ups. And it's a good one, and he throws a slider as well. So it's going to be a three-pitch mix with, with decent velocity, decent to, to good velocity. Um, Jansen on our on our side's got really good velocity, fastball slider guy, riding uh, riding fastball. It'll be interesting to see. Jansen struggled just a little bit last time up at Portland. Um, you know, and early didn't get some calls on the black that he, and so he kind of took the ball back over the middle of the plate, and they they did some damage on him. So it's going to be interesting. But uh, I think both pens are are good. Both pitching staffs are well rested and ready to go. All right, coach. Good luck in this one tonight. We'll talk to you post game. All right, thanks, Rick. 
All right, that is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Time now for tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. For the visitors, the Gonzaga Bulldogs leading off and playing center field, number three, Enzo Apodaca. Hitting second and playing shortstop, number four, Connor Cobalas. Hitting third, the catcher, number 25, Tyler Rando. Hitting cleanup, the third baseman, number 12, Cade McGee. In the five-hole, number five, the first baseman, Shea Kramer. Hitting sixth, number six, the right fielder, Grayson Sterling. Hitting seventh, the DH, number 31, Stephen Lund. The left fielder, number 24, Jack Maktoff. Hits eighth, and at the bottom of the order, hitting ninth, the second baseman, number two, Xavier Penales. Starting pitcher for the Zags is Owen Wild. BYU countering with Jansen Kiesel on the hill. Batting order for BYU goes like this, leading off and playing third base is first game leading off for BYU, number five, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting second, left fielder, number 10, Hayden Latham. Hitting third, playing center field, dropping from first to third with no Cole Gamble, number six, Mitch McIntyre. Hitting clean up the right fielder, playing his first, uh, getting his first start at right field tonight, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting fifth and playing shortstop, number two, Brock Watkins. Hitting sixth, the second baseman, number 14, Alex Sardina. The DH tonight for BYU and hitting in the seventh spot is number 35, Jacob Wilk. Hitting eighth and playing first base is Austin Deming. In the nine hole, the catcher, Mason Strong. Mason getting his first start at catcher tonight. And as mentioned, the starting pitcher for BYU is Jansen Kiesel. Jansen 2-1, a 4.57 ERA, getting his sixth start of the season. Beautiful base, a beautiful day for baseball here at Miller Park. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade with you. And Tuckett uh, feels like May and March. We lucked out this weekend. Yeah, fantastic weather. Fantastic weather. I can't even complain. I, I, I literally have never had a game this warm in this time of year ever in the six years I've been here. It's fantastic. The all-gray Gonzaga Bulldogs tonight. Gray jerseys and pants. Blue caps and a red bill. BYU in the all-white pinstripes tonight. And Enzo Apodaca digs in against Jansen Kiesel, who delivers outside for ball one to get this one underway. BYU coming off the 11-2 win last night. Series opening decision, moving BYU to 12 and 7, 2 and 2 in league. The Zags 14 and 6, 3 and 1 in the West Coast Conference, and the count goes to 2 and 0 on the first batter of this game. Enzo Apodaca, the center fielder. Zags coming into tonight, hitting 270, BYU 253 on the year. The kick and fire, the pullback on the square from Apodaca, called strike. Two balls and a strike. Oh, we need Jansen to have a good start today. He struggled last Friday. We need him to get back on track. The wind-up and delivery and a swing and a miss from Apodaca. The count goes from 2-0 to 2-2. Two two. Jansen will give you a fastball in the mid-90s, topping at 97 on a good day. Run a change in the low to mid-80s, at you? Two balls, two strikes. No one out to the first batter of the game. That's grounded up the middle, and will squeeze through for a single into center field. So leadoff hitter is on for the Bulldogs. Yeah, not hit hard. Good fastball there, 97 miles an hour by Jansen. Just uh, sneaks over his head and sneaks past Watkins up the middle for a leadoff single. BYU in Navy caps, white pinstripes, jersey and pants tonight, and Cougars across the front in block lettering. The Zags have the Arch Gonzaga in block lettering across their gray jerseys tonight. Empty count for the number two hitter, Connor Cobales, the shortstop with Apodaca at first. Throwback from Kiesel to Austin Deming. Deming last night came in as a pitch hitter. Gets the start at first tonight. As mentioned, Mason Strong behind the plate. 
first start as a BYU backstop tonight. That's strike one. Called strike into Cobalas. It's been a while since we haven't seen Cole Gamble starting a game out yeah, in right field. It's been and, a long time. And due to injury, he'll be missing tonight, tomorrow, and hopefully not a whole lot in terms of long-term longer. But uh, nasty injury suffered last night, making a great catch in the eighth inning in right field. Sapiti gets the start out there, and that's outside edge for strike two. So Jansen Kiesel gets ahead of the number two hitter, Cobalas. No balls and two strikes. If you hear cheering at unusual times behind, as part of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the atmosphere, there's a softball game going on behind us as BYU leads Iowa State in the first of a twin bill on the back half of Miller Park. And that's bounced to two strong for ball one. One ball, two strikes, no one out, one on. Here in the top of the first inning, Gonzaga scored one in the top of the first last night. BYU answered with two in the bottom of the frame and never trailed the rest of the way. Winning 11-2. Working on the third base side of the rubber, Jansen Kiesel. Throws back to first. Swiping down on Apodaca is Deming. Back safely, the 1-2 forthcoming. Middle game of a three-game set. Noon first pitch tomorrow. From the stretch. Breaking ball foul down the third baseline. Count stays 1-2 and two to Connor Cobalas. 0 for his last eight at the plate. He's got a teammate at first in Enzo Apodaca. Jansen Kiesel making his sixth start. 21 and two-thirds inning pitched. Innings pitch coming in two tonight. Holds the ball to his belt. The wind-up and delivery. And that's sliced foul out of play. Down the first baseline. The count will stay one and two. Well, it's all about location for Jansen. He's got an elite fastball, good slider. It's all about uh, locating and throwing your best. The one-two. That's inside for ball two. The count even to Cobales. The Gonzaga shortstop. Every fielding position remains the same for the Zags, but only three players are hitting in the same spot in the order as last night. Coach Maktoff is shaking things up after the 11-2 loss last night. The 2-2. That's high and away for ball three. The count is full to the number two hitter, Cobales, with Apodaca at first. Leadoff runner on for Gonzaga. Still no one out here in the top of the first inning. Three balls, two strikes, two Cobales. Well, you most likely see him running. Trying to steal here. He leads the Zags in strikeouts. And he singles up the middle. The two-hopper to Mitch McIntyre in center field. So back-to-back -back singles up the middle to start the game for Gonzaga. Two out, or two on, and no one out here in the top of the first. Yeah, all over that fastball. Hits it right back up the middle. Runner had to freeze, though, to see if he was caught on the line. And because of that, he wasn't able to go first to third. So it's first and second with no one gone here in the top of the first inning. Jansen Kiesel needing to work himself out of a first inning jam. And Tyler Rando was a bit of a question mark in pregame. Didn't feel well before the game. He got through BP and said, I'm good to go. He'll hit with runners on first and second. Takes high and tight inside for ball one. Rando, the slugging percentage leader for Gonzaga. Saw his modest four-game hit streak come to an end last night. 
In his 0 for night, he had three 4-3 ground outs. 1-0 to Rando. We'll take one right here. Yes, indeed. It could be more than a simple 4-3. It could be a DP in the current situation. Runners on second and first for the Zags. The 1-1. The count to Rando. We're scoreless. Top one, and the Kooks hope to keep it that way. But in a spot of trouble here with no one out. First two runners on on up the middle singles. A glance back to second from Kiesel. The rangy righty fires in, catches the outside edge for strike one. One ball, two, one ball, two strikes. Yeah, strike two, beg your pardon. Yeah, good slider right there. He needs to be able to locate that to keep them off his fastball. Kiesel, 6'4", 185. The freshman. From the stretch comes Kiesel, the 1-2. That's a swinging strikeout as Tyler Rando whiffs, and the Cougars have one gone in the top of the first. Big out. That's a really big out. Now you can get double play and get out of this right here. Cade McGee will step into the batter's box. Third baseman McGee, one for four with a run last night. He scored the run in the first inning. They put the Zags up 1-0. Righty v. Righty here. Right-hander on the hill, Kiesel. Right-handed bat in the box, and Cade McGee hitting in the cleanup spot. And that'll be called strike on the outside edge. Tonight's home plate umpire is Garrett Wells. Sean Allen at first. Carl Coles at second. And John Bostwick, last night's plate arbiter, is at third. The 0-1. One gone, two on for Gonzaga, top of the first. Kick and fire, and again outside this one, not... Close enough to the black, and it'll be one and one with one out. From the top of the first inning, Gonzaga and BYU. All time, BYU 27 and 32 against the Zags. In WCC games, 14 and 19, the series, the Zags with the advantage. And that's a grounder to Watkins. Handles and fires wow, to Deming. It was scoops play. for the out. That was in the dirt to yeah, Deming. Saved a run right there. And a great pick by Deming at first. As runners advance to second and third, the DP not in play there, but it does get you to two out, two on, with Gonzaga's Shea Kramer, the Utah transfer, coming to the plate. Well handled by Brock, but then he put it in the dirt to Deming, and great pick by Dem at first. Yes, and it was. It's two gone and two on, second and third. Runners in scoring position for Kramer. Big spot right here for Jansen. Keese will wind up in delivery and doesn't get the call. It'll be ball one to Kramer. 3.08 with runners in scoring position. It's Kramer this season. The 1-0. That's... I thought it was fouled. It didn't. Yeah, it yeah. was a swing and a miss. Wow. No contact. And it got away from the catcher strong. And it, the first run of the game comes across... As scoring from third is Apodaca. I thought it was a foul tip, but no. No contact was made. He simply got away on the swing and the miss from Strong. And the runner scores from third. And advancing to third is Cobalis on the play. Hmm. Swung through it and then skipped off the leather. Yeah. Looks like uh, Mason was uh, crossed up there. He thought a slider was coming. So one on. And that'll be a grounder to Watkins that's handled. The fire to Deming. 
And that'll be it. But the Zags get a run across. Gonzaga one run on two hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, last night in the series opener, Gonzaga scored an unearned run in the top of the first to put BYU down 1-0. And tonight, Gonzaga scores an unearned run in the top of the first and BYU down 1-0. As the Cougs come to bat for the first time and for the first time this season, Ozzie Pratt will bat lead off and get things underway for BYU. 1-0 Zags, bottom one. Well, it worked last night, so why not doing it again, right, Greg? BYU came <laughs> back from that one nothing deficit, scored two in the bottom of the first and off and running. On the hill for Gonzaga, 2-1 on the year, 2.79 ERA for number 40, Owen Wild. Owen Wild's been getting William Kempner's starts. Kempner working his way back from a finger injury, but missing his third start. It's been wild both times in place of Kempner. Left-handed hitting Ozzie Pratt, facing the righty Wild. Wild at 6'3", 230, the sophomore. One ball, no strikes, and now the count one and one as Ozzie takes the second pitch for the first strike in the count. One one to Pratt. Wild kicks and fires, and Ozzie fouls that back to the screen. One ball, two strikes to Pratt. Ozzie has fielded his position perfectly this season. He's got a gun at the hot corner, and that's high for ball one. One, uh, two balls, two balls and two strikes to Pratt. Getting his sixth start at third base tonight. The 2-2. Gets a piece of it back to the screen for the count remaining at 2-2. Two and two. Gonzaga 1, BYU 0, bottom 1. And no one on for the Cougs. Lead-off batter for BYU as Pratt reaches out to it and fouls it back in the box. It'll stay 2-2. Two and two. Well, Ozzie just brings energy, right? And obviously he's forced into the lineup every day now because of the injury of, uh, of Pintar. And... You saw what he can do to this lineup last night. The 2-2. And popped up out of play down the third baseline. Count remains 2-2. Two two. Oh, nice play made. A glove catch made at the railing. Reaching over the railing. Impressive. At the far side of the stands. 2-2. Two two. Check swing back to the screen. Stays 2-2. Two two. Ozzy keeps fouling him off. The wind-up and delivery from Wild. And gets Ozzie out in front, swing and a miss and a strikeout to begin the game for BYU. Pratt goes down on strikes. It'll bring up Hayden Latham hitting in the two spot. On deck is Mitch McIntyre. First game of the season, Mitch has not hit leadoff. Yeah, without Cole in the lineup, you got to kind of mix it up a little bit. Put him into the, the three-hole. Latham takes ball one. BYU home to Gonzaga to close out the series tomorrow. Home to Washington State midweek game next Tuesday. Then it's off to St. Mary's as league play continues. And that got I away. I don't know how that didn't hit him in the head. A duck by Latham as that off-speed pitch stayed high, 74 miles per hour. And it was uh, watch your head for Latham there. And that was well high for ball two. 2-0 two to Latham. And that's ball three. 3-0 three oh to Hayden. He was looking to get their first runner on here in the bottom of the first. BYU down 1-0. Gonzaga one run on two hits in the top of the frame. 
And the 3-0 is taken for strike one. They'll be on time here at 3-1. Get yours or take your walk. 3-1. Mighty cut from Latham. Three balls and two strikes swinging through it. Three of five last night. Three runs and two RBI in the 11-2 win last night. He's five for eight this week, including his UVU outing. A full count. That's fouled back onto the roof here at Miller Park. Ozzie Pratt retired on a swinging strikeout. And hitting second, BYU's left fielder Latham. Latham McIntyre Sapiti, the outfield tonight. Count stays full at three and two. Good battle here by Hayden. A couple of borderline high pitches. Didn't want to put it in the umpire's hands. Latham grounds it to third. Booted by the third baseman, and Latham will beat it to first. Picked off the ground and fired from McGee to Kramer, but by then he was too late, and Latham beats it out. How will they judge that, do you that think, Tuckett? Definitely an error, yeah. Routine play, he just uh, took a little hop late, and he didn't stay through it, but Hayden was running hard and able to, to get to first in time. So Cade McGee didn't, didn't handle cleanly at third, and Latham running hard to first. It's a double clutch, or at least a take off the turf after he didn't handle cleanly and he was just a little bit late at first the errors judged and Latham is on with one gone here in the bottom of the first inning so one way or the other Cougs have something going here the E5 puts Latham aboard McIntyre now hitting third for the first time this season the 1-0 to Mitch now 2-0 to McIntyre so I mentioned that uh, Mitch had let off every game this year, but uh, hitting third is something he's done as recently as last year. 14 times he hit in the three-hole. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top three, Jansen Kiesel on the hill for BYU facing the top of the order for Gonzaga. Center fielder Enzo Apodaca singled and scored the Zags' only run. We're in a 1-1 ball game. He hits now in the top of the third. 1-0 to 2-0. Two balls and no strikes to Apodaca. Oh. Gonzaga one run, three hits. BYU one run, four hits. Two hits in both of the first and the second innings. Cougs have left three on through two. Zags have left two on through two. And that's three balls and no strikes to Apodaca. The 3-0, the take, and strike one. Outside corner. Now get back in the count and execute here. Apodaca laces it to left and is just foul. I was going to sneak a double there down the line. Bounced about 10 feet outside the line in the deep left field corner. It'll go to three balls and two strikes. Apodaca singling and scoring in the first. Go get him right here, Jantz. Scored an unearned run on a pass ball in the first. The 3-2. That's foul to the screen. Count stays full. Reach back there for 95. Sapiti. Empty count. One out. 
And two on for Brock Watkins. The right-handed hitting Watkins facing the righty Owen Wild. Strike one taken. The 0-1 with one gone. RBI single for Sapiti has squared the game. Cougars' best inning this year has been the first inning by run production. That's a nice job backhanded yeah, by the really catcher. Was. Rando will keep that from getting to the backstop. BYU's now scored 23 runs in the first inning. 23 to 9 is the current first inning running total for BYU on the year. Cougars break out of the blocks well. One ball, one strike, one out, two on. A runner in scoring position for Brock Watkins. That runner is McIntyre at second, a swing and a miss to one ball and two strikes. Watkins has reached an eight consecutive and has hits in five of his last six. Last night he got a hit and an RBI. Another double for Brock. Big time hustle double on that. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. If you looked away, you missed it. That's how That's how unbelievable it was. It rolled through the infield to center field. And like you said, the center fielder kind of caught napping. And uh, Brock Watkins made a hard turn and took two. And that slice foul out of play down the first baseline. One ball, two strikes, one out, and two men on for BYU. Well, on that last pitch there, Greg, the first baseman was trying to sneak in behind Ryan for a back pick there, but it was fouled away. So Rando's trying to find a way to get a, an out. Sapiti at first, McIntyre at second. Back-to-back -back singles for McIntyre and Sapiti. After Latham reached on the E5, another one up the middle. Shortstop handle, steps on second for one, fires to first double play to get the Zags out of the inning. So it is a 6-U-3-D-P, and we go to the top of the second. For BYU in the bottom of the first, one run on two hits. There were no errors, and there were two runners left on. 1-1 one, one after one on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the second. Left-handed hitting Grayson Sterling leads off the top of the second. He just drives that to deep right field. It'll bounce off the wall. Handled by Sapiti. The throw to second. Cut off and won't get him. It'll be Grayson Sterling with a leadoff double for Gonzaga in the top of the second inning. And that was just ripped to the corner and right. And Ryan Sapiti playing right field, handled it off the wall well, got it in quickly, but Grayson Sterling at second with a leadoff double for the Zags here top two. So the Zags have their third hit. Double for Sterling. Hit an RBI ground out last night. Now six for his last 16 at the plate. It'll bring up Steven Lund. Sterling was hitting lefty. They try the pick off at second, covering second Sardina. Swipe down on Sterling, who was back in time. Steven Lund, right-handed bat, the DH, hitting in the seven hole for Gonzaga. BYU one, Gonzaga one, top two. The man on second for the Zags is Grayson Sterling. Empty count to Lund, who takes strike one. Yeah, and if uh, you're Kiesel here, you're trying not to let him get to third with one out. And obviously, uh, Lund's trying to do what? Trying to move him over there. The 0-1 to Lund. Outside edge for strike two. So Jansen gets ahead of the Gonzaga DH. No balls and two strikes. He's the RBI leader for Gonzaga with a modest 14. He's also tied for first in home runs, but that's two home runs. Only five for the team, Tuckett. BYU had 15 dingers and counting. 
Grounded sharply to Pratt. Looks his man back to second. Fires to That'll first. Work. One out here in the top of the second. Nicely done there, Ozzie, to field that hot shot. Such a clean handler of the ball at third. Yep. Just really trust him, no matter how, to, how hard it's hit to him. And he's kind of been half in shadow, half in sun there at third. From the knees down, he's in shadow right now, and everything else is in sunshine for Pratt at third base. Jack Maktoff steps in and takes strike one from Jansen. Maybe Jansen's settling in here a bit. Yeah. No balls and a strike, and one out and one on for Gonzaga top two. Leadoff double for Grayson Sterling here in the top of the second. He's at second. And Jack Maktoff, the coach's son, in the batter's box. box and that'll be fouled down the third baseline. So Jansen gets ahead again, 0-2. Maktoff with hits in three of his last five games. Last night, though, was hitless, 0 for 3 with a K. Another left-handed bat for them in the lineup. In the 1, 6, 8, and 9 holes. A swing and a miss and a strikeout. Yes. And Jansen Kiesel has recovered from giving off the leadoff double, getting two outs, one on the 5-3 ground out, and that on the Jack Maktoff strikeout. Yeah, you got the two tough ones, but you can't relax here. You still got to go to work right here. Javier Pinales in the nine hole, the second baseman, left-handed hitting Pinales. Hits with two gone and one on here in the top of the second. And Jansen gets called for a strike to the number nine hitter. Pinales getting his 12th start at second base. He was one for three last night. The 0-1, two out and one on for the Zags here in the top of the second. Only Kiesel's head is in sunshine right now on his wind-up. That'll be ball one, even evening the count one and one. The early evening shadows cross the diamond here at Larry H. Miller Field. Six o'clock first pitches last night and tonight. A high noon start in the series ender tomorrow. One and one, two out and one on for Gonzaga in the top of the second. That's popped up. Sardina is going to wave off his teammates, but so too is Brock Watkins, and Brock will get the call. Nicely done. He'll handle it. So a leadoff double goes nowhere for Gonzaga. Sterling stays right where he was as they go ground out, strike out, and pop out. We are through one and a half. We go bottom two. BYU and Gonzaga tied at one for the Zags. In the top of the second, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. A man was left on. Bottom two we go in a tie ball game on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading off the bottom of the second for BYU in the six-hole, the second baseman, Alex Sardina. 0-1, the count to Sardina. That's popped up to short center. Center fielder Apodaca will jog a few steps in and handle it for out number one. Sardina is 0-1. It'll bring up the DH, Jacob Wilk. BYU 1, Gonzaga 1, bottom second. BYU baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA is a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. The BYU baseball team getting a series opening win last night. 11-2 over Gonzaga. First WCC win against the Zags in a little more than three calendar years. Again, there's a COVID year thrown in there, so there was a season they did not play. But good to get one against the WCC leading Zags, who are now a half game back of LMU coming into tonight as Wilk takes the first two balls from Owen Wild. Yeah, back-to-back breaking balls just missed. The wind-up and delivery. And that's laced into left. 
Shortstop diving to his right. Couldn't get leather to it. And it'll be a one-out single for BYU here in the bottom of the second. Jacob Wilk at first base. Yeah, nicely done there, Jacob. Need to get him going a little bit. Need a couple of guys to step in and have to, you know, take over for, for Cole and Penny's, you know, numbers that they have been putting up. Jacob's so. first hit in the series. 0 for 1 with a base on balls last night before he was replaced in the order by Austin Deming. Empty count, one out, one on for BYU. Delivered outside for ball one, two. The aforementioned Austin Deming, first baseman tonight. Well, and really, he was going to play the whole game yesterday, but it was such a close game, and when he got on with that walk, with a leadoff walk, coach decided to pinch run Dawson. They did put Dawson in, yeah, yeah. before he was yep. placed, replaced at first. And Dawson came around to score yeah, an important and, run at the and, time. And that paid off, and then Ozzie bunted him over, and then Latham got the, the big two-out RBI that uh, enhanced the lead a little bit. Two and out of Deming with Wilk at first base. Righty v. Righty here. And Balls that hit is well. hit well to right field. Keep right going. fielder Sterling going back into the track and making the catch on the track. It'll send Wilk back to first. That hung up. Good contact off the bat from Dem, but stayed well in the park and on the track. Sterling makes the catch for out number two. Now, Tuesday night in Forum. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> that's, that's on the freeway. <laughs> the freeway entrance. Empty count, two out, one on for BYU. Bottom second, the Zags and Kooks tied up. Bottom of the order, the number nine hitter, Mason Strong. Speaking of UVU, he had a nice BYU debut at UVU at the plate. He was two for two with a run and two RBI in his first appearance as a Cougar on Tuesday in Orem. Takes strike one to Strong. Strong getting his first start at catcher tonight. Spelling Colin Ruder. The 0-1. And a swing and a miss from Mason there. Yeah, he came in and had a great at-bats for us on Tuesday. He's going to get a lot more time throughout the year now that he's healthy. Right-handed hitting strong. The righty hurler Owen Wild on the hill for Gonzaga in a 1-1 ball game. And that's high for ball one. One ball, two strikes. Jacob Wilk at first with a one-out single to left. Sandwiching that single. Flyouts to center and right from Sardina and Deming. Two out here in the bottom of the second. And that's lined up the middle. It'll be a single. It will hold Wilk at second. But Mason Strong All is now is three for three. All he does is hit. In his first three plate appearances for BYU. The thing about Mason that's nice is that early in the count, he's going to try to rip a double. But late in the count, when he gets the two strikes, he does a really good job of just trying to put the ball in play. And all three of his hits this year were with two strikes. And he's just putting the ball in play and hitting him back up the middle. Nicely done, Mace. Brings up the top of the order, which tonight is manned by Ozzie Pratt, left-handed hitting Pratt, versus the rangy right-hander Owen Wild. Cougars going here with two out here in the bottom of the second. Runner in scoring position for Pratt, and Pratt will send a dribbler to the shortstop. He'll take first, and that'll be it. So the Cougs leave two on. Bottom second for BYU, no runs, two hits, no errors, two left on. We go top three in a 1-1 ball game. Cougs and Zags on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Do you really need to floss your teeth? The saying goes, Zags, the white pinstripe-clad Cougars tonight. Which means that Saturday is a Black Sailor Coop day. Does yes, that sound right, Tucker? Yes, it is. Three and two to the center fielder. Left-handed hitting leadoff man Enzo Apodaca. Two for four last night. Single and a double. And that's a dirted to Mason Strong, so Apodaca will take his base. Three hits in the series. 
for BYU's or for Gonzaga's hits leader, but he'll reach on a free pass here to lead off the third. And so in the first, the second, and the third innings, leadoff runner is reached for Gonzaga. Yeah, you hate to walk a guy. I mean, the first two innings, they, they earned it with hits. Walks are the ones that usually come back and, and, and hurt you. Yeah, Apodaca single in the first and a Sterling double in the second. Of course, Sterling never advanced from second in the second inning. Now it's Apodaca reaching on a base on balls in the third. So a man on first, no one out, and 1-0 the count to Connor Cobalis, the shortstop. He had the second of back-to-back -back singles in the first for Gonzaga. Kiesel working on the third base side of the rubber. Hit and run. Taking off, hit and run it. Finds the 3-4 hole, vacated by the second baseman, and it'll be runners on the corners now and no one out as Cobalis does his job with Akpadaka on the run. First and third, no one gone here. Top three, and now there's action in the BYU bullpen. Yeah, they... Uh they picked the right pitch. They got a slider that was uh, staying on the outside corner of the plate. A perfect pitch to hit and run on because then you could just flare your bat at it, which what he did right there, and just hit into the vacated four hole. So Apodaca and Cobalis have gone back-to-back uh, back -back reaches in both of their plate appearances. The one and two hitters for Gonzaga. Bringing up the three hitter, Tyler Rando struck out swinging in the first after the first two batters reached for Gonzaga. And the first two have reached here in the third. Gonzaga threatening to take a lead. No one out. Runners on the corners in a 1-1 ball game. Apodaca at third. Cobalis at first. Cobalis is now two for two with singles in both plate appearances. The 0-1 Durando. Mm, oh, hit him no. on the hand. Came in on him and he hit the deck. He's on his knees in the batter's box. That was in tight and got him right on the hand which was on the handle. And that'll be bases loaded for Gonzaga. Coach Mark Maktoff in his 19th season out to check on the well-being of Tyler Rando, who wasn't feeling great in pregame and not feeling too good right now. Yeah, it doesn't feel good right there. Judd Franson, BYU's trainer, is going to take a few steps out toward Rando to see if they need any help, and they won't need it, but... Randall will take a slow walk to first and shake that one off. So the Cougars in a serious jam here in the top of the third. Bases loaded and no one out. And taking a stroll out to the mound is pitching coach Michael Bradshaw. As Jansen Kiesel has seen the first three batsmen reach for Gonzaga on a base on balls, a single, and a hit batsman. Yeah, and this is how big innings are created. you got to find a way to pitch out of it. Right now, Bryce Robeson is now... Robinson is now in the pen, getting going here. Apodaca on third, Cobalis on second. He advances to second on the hit-by-pitch, sending Rando to first. Obviously, Kate McGee will hit. Obviously here, Greg, you know, you want the strikeout for this batter right here so that you can have the double play on the next at-bat, but you trade the double play for a run early in this game right now just to minimize this inning. McGee was retired on a ground out in the first, and so too is the batter that followed him, Shea Kramer. It'll be McGee on an 0-for-1 night, having reached in 13 consecutive games, who will now hit with two runners in scoring position and the bases loaded in a 1-1 ball game. Kiesel kicks and fires and delivers outside for ball one. BYU won, Gonzaga won, but the Zags looking to untie this one here in the top of the third. The sacks are stacked with zags and no one gone. 
Kiesel kicks and fires. And that's two consecutive balls from Kiesel. As Robinson gets ready in the BYU bullpen. Got to relax here, Jantz. McGee in the batter's box. Righty v. Righty here. And that's three consecutive balls from Kiesel. He's got to come correct here, or the Zags will plate their second run. I would say give a free ride here. Green light, but uh, I, I doubt he will. McGee on the 3-0. Takes. Strike one. Come on, Jantz, all the way back here. Come on, bud. A 3-1 from Kiesel. And that's fouled out of play. Goes from 3-0 to a full count. Go right back to that same pitch right there. So Kiesel back in the count. Almost the entire infield now in shadow. Almost the entire outfield in sunshine. A 3-2 from Kiesel. And that is striped to the gap in left center. It's going to get down and to the track. It'll be handled by McIntyre there. One will score. Two will score. It'll be a double for McGee. Holding at third will be Rando scoring or Apodaca and Kobalas. And Gonzaga takes a 3-1 lead here in the top of the third. Yeah, and that's what walks and free bases will do. Walk and hit by pitch. And it looks like that's going to be all for, all for Jansen today. So Jansen Kiesel will not get out of the third inning. It'll go as two complete for Kiesel. A PZ Printing pitching change is coming up for BYU. It is brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We'll tell you who throws next. We'll be tell you it'll be Bryce Robinson after this on the new skin. BYU's for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for BYU after a PZ printing pitching change is Bryce Robison. Bryce making his ninth appearance. He's 4-0 on the year, a 3.46 ERA into his 14th inning of work. BYU's starter tonight, Jansen Kiesel, went two complete. He was pulled in the third. In those two innings, he gave up five hits, three runs, two of which were earned, one base on balls, and two strikeouts. He hit a batter. And now it's Bryce Robison's game on the hill as Shea Kramer will step in. He was retired on a 6-3 ground out to end the first inning. Here in the third, the Zags have already plated two to take a 3-1 lead over BYU. Three runs, five hits for the Zags, one run, four hits for BYU. Rando at third, and McGee, after a two-RBI double, is at second. Hitting the air to right, coming in, and Sabini makes the catch. Tagging. Good. He went back. Was Rando, and he went back on the throw in from Sapiti. Sapiti getting his first career start in right field. Handles cleanly on the fly for the out and fires a ball to home that keeps Rando at third. Now one gone here in the top of the third, and runner still at second and third for Gonzaga. So Kramer retired on the fly out to right. So now you have first and second and third playing in. Now Brock's going to play in before he was playing back, and now uh, Sardi's going to play back. Left-handed hitting Grayson Sterling. Hitting out of the six hole, the right fielder Sterling doubled and was stranded in the second. He led off the second with that double and stayed right where he was as the Cougars retired the next three on a ground out, a strikeout, and a pop out. The 1-0 to Sterling, the 2-0 to Sterling now. Robinson on the hill, the right-handed thrower, and the left-handed batsman, Sterling. Four left-handed bats in Coach Maktoff's lineup tonight, hitting six, eight, and nine of the lefties. Grayson in the six-hole, jersey number six. Runners on second and third. And that'll be strike one. Two balls and a strike. 
Well, Bryce likes to go to his change up to left-handed hitters to try to get swing and miss and rollovers. A powder blue glove on his left hand. The righty lowers the glove to the belt, kicks and fires, and that'll be fouled through the batter's box back, dribbling to the screen for two balls and two strikes. Roby with two and two the count on the right fielder Sterling. Looking for the strikeout right here. Six for his last 16 with three RBI. Sterling waves the bat over his left shoulder, bends back and leans in and awaits the 2-2. The kick and fire and just reaches out to it. Come get it, Hayden. short left, Hayden Latham on the run, makes the catch on the run around his knees. Nicely and done. the runners will hold. The throw comes into home, and now it's two gone for BYU. Here at the top of the third. Two across for Gonzaga, but the damage has been minimized to this point. Now two gone for Stephen Lund. Yeah, change up right there. Weak contact, and, and Hayden, is in the, his, his head is still in the sun there so he didn't see it off the bat and had to make the adjustment and come in and get it hard and he does he keeps that run at third one more out here Bryce get out of this jam minimize it just to, to the two runs this inning basket catch at the kneecaps by Latham well done on the run and the empty count now goes to 1-0 to Stephen Lund Stephen Lund a 5-3 ground out in the second he hits now in the third with his team up 3-1 to one. a couple of flyouts for Bryce Robinson since entering the game that's piped in for strike one at 91 miles per hour. One ball, one strike, two out, and two on. Runners on second and third for the Zags. Rando at third, McGee at second. So two runners in scoring position. The 1-1, and that's lifted in the air to center field. McIntyre ranging back about five feet short of the track and makes the catch and Great three job. consecutive flyouts to get the Cougs out of the inning. So Roby comes in and does his job. The Cougs do allow two runs in the top of the third, but only two runs for the Zags. Two runs on two hits. There were no errors. There were two left on. We go bottom three. Gonzaga three, BYU one on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.